0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: On today's episode, we'll hear from a young woman whose life was turned completely upside down. It all started when a new living situation opened the floodgates to a harrowing paranormal encounter.
1: You're in a fight for your body, your life, your soul, whatever. You don't know what's at the end of this. Does the devil himself come?
0: That's Brandy. By all accounts, she was a normal young adult. Fresh out of college, she was excited to get her career and life started. But she had no idea what kind of horrors were waiting for her.
1: I've been going through various unexplained phenomena over the course of my life. I do wanna share my story so people realize they're not crazy. They're not evil. There's nothing wrong with them. This is happening to other people too. My name is Brandy and a ghost ruined my life.
0: Brandy's story begins nine years ago in California, just a few short months after her college graduation. It's an exciting time in any young person's life, and Brandy is no different. She's young and hopeful about what the future holds.
1: After I'd finished college, the first thing i need to do was get a job and a nice place to live. I moved in with my best friend at the time. I was excited, and it was nice to be with someone that I knew and, uh, you know, not living with a stranger. Alex, she was wonderful.
0: Brandy and Alex are ecstatic when they find a place within their budget with two spacious rooms available. When they approach the porch for the first time, they're struck by the grandeur of the home. It's clearly quite old and covered in picturesque ivy.
1: Brandy, this is Sabrina, our other roommate. She's lived here for almost eight years now. Oh, what a great neighborhood. Should have seen it before I moved in.
0: At first glance, the apartment seems like the perfect fit. Sure, it's a little old and dusty, but that's to be expected for an apartment of recent graduates. Brandy is hopeful that their new apartment will soon be a welcoming home, and lets out her beloved cat, Randy.
1: Hey, Brandy, this is our home now. Behave while I put our stuff away.
0: But as soon as Brandy enters her bedroom, something happens that immediately puts her on edge.
1: There was some uneasiness at the new place. The minute I walked into the dark room, I heard a growl. And I thought I was going to see an animal in front of me. And when I flipped the light on, there was nothing. There was nothing in front of me. So that was just my initial impression. Had no explanation for it.
0: Despite hearing the growl so clearly, Brandy is determined not to let one odd occurrence ruin a good thing. She tells herself it was just her mind playing tricks on her and tries her best to conceal her fright from her new roommates.
1: Where do you want those? In the closet's fine. I grew up in Catholic schools my whole life. As I got older, I became a little bit rebellious. I didn't want any part of organized religion at all, but I didn't make the right decision.
0: Brandy and her new roommates, Alex and Sabrina, settle into a comfortable routine. They enjoy typical roommate things like morning coffees and game nights. Life is good, for now.
1: Milk and two sugars, Alex. Since freshman college. It may be tickled, five letters. See, if this tickles your phone, see. <laughs> I'm 2,000 miles away from all my family and I finally feel like I have an opportunity to live in a home. I feel safe and, you know, it's comfortable. My roommates helped with the cat. It was really nice.
0: But soon after moving in, Brandy hears something at night which will change her life forever.
1: I'm finally ready to go to bed and now I've got all the lights off. And this particular night that I felt uneasy and just like, You know, looking out the windows again.
0: Brandy doesn't realize it as she goes to sleep, but something terrifying is about to happen to her. Something so scary, it will be the last night she'll ever sleep with the lights off. She's woken up by the sound of footsteps and a strange knocking down the hall. Half asleep, she follows the noise out into the hallway. All the lights are off, and she can't see anyone or anything in the darkness. But she's struck by the feeling that something is hiding in the shadows, watching her.
1: Hello? In that house, I do not recall hearing knocks before. No, this was a first. This was a first. Everything okay? I thought I heard something. It's probably just old pipes in the walls or something. Come on, it's been a long day. Just go back to bed. That made me pretty uneasy because Alex said she didn't hear anything. I did doubt myself.
0: Brandy assures herself again that it was all just a trick of the mind. In the days that follow, she tries to distract herself with chores around the house especially landscaping.
1: The house was covered with ivy. Normally, I love how it looks on the side of houses and trellises and all that, but there was too much of it.
0: But there's something strange about this ivy. It's been growing at an alarming rate for starters. And even more horrifyingly, when Brandy cuts it, she begins to notice a small, thick red substance trickle out it almost resembles blood. At this point, Brandy is absolutely freaked out. No matter how hard she tries to ignore it, strange occurrences keep happening.
1: I was sitting in the kitchen. I hear a knock. And it's coming from the exterior, the the house. So I go and check it, and there's nothing there. And I just kind of brushed it off. My first thought is, it's okay, it's the the raccoons or the possums traveling back and forth. But then I noticed that it was like a knock, like, really had a pattern to it.
0: Even though she still can't see anything, Brandy can't shake the eerie sense that something is lurking just out of sight. She continues to sense a movement out of the corner of her eye, and occasionally a cold chill will rush up her spine. The apartment that once felt so promising no longer feels like a home. Desperate for answers, she turns to Sabrina, her roommate that's lived in the apartment for eight years.
1: Have you ever heard any weird sounds in the house? What sounds? Like a knocking from the walls. What do you think?
0: I think that just because someone's knocking doesn't mean that you should answer.
1: There's so many questions that I have. And Sabrina was not any help. So that was kind of the beginning of something's weird, like something's off here. I just had a constant feeling all night of something just beyond the shadows, either in another room or behind me. I just felt something over my shoulder or looking at me from across the room the whole night.
0: Every night like clockwork, she hears the knocking. It's a sound so clear and deliberate that she knows it can't be an animal. It has to be coming from someone.
1: I jumped up, went to see if someone had walked down the hallway or there was somebody in in the house that I didn't know. Alex, Alex, mm. Mm. are you knocking on the walls? What does it look like? Let me sleep. the knocking again it's like one two three one two three so i knock back and it stopped
0: brandy doesn't know it yet but things are about to get much worse it's not an animal or a human that's been causing the knocking the answer is way more terrifying and this is only the beginning of brandy's torment Ever since she moved in, Brandy has been hearing knocking every night when she goes to bed. It's a strange rhythmic knocking that often comes in pairs of three. But things have started to get worse. Her strange encounters are increasingly becoming more real and she feels scared for her safety.
1: There was a point during the night where I felt something jump up on the bed and I realized that if it was too big to be a cat. The minute I turned the light on, it just kept flickering and flickering.
0: Randy, Randy,
1: It feels like I'm in the presence of something evil. I felt something pressed up against me, like I was being spooned in the bed, someone up against me. It never occurred to me that it would be an intruder. We had an alarm system. I tried to explain it away as the heating vent in the house, but the vents were down past my feet at the end of the bed, and they were in the top of the ceiling for this particular room. The minute that I realized this could not be the heat, now I'm worried. I'm in a horror movie at this point.
0: Brandy knows there is some kind of sinister force in the apartment but neither of her roommates seem to notice. Or if they do, they won't say anything.
1: You kind of feel like you're in the middle of a forest and something's watching you. I get goosebumps. My hair is on edge. I'm seeing things out the corner of my eye that aren't there. It's, It's a constant feeling of paranoia. There's something uninvited here. There's something uninvited.
0: While tensions begin to rise within Brandy, the beast that's been stalking her is gaining strength. But before she can do anything to combat the insidious beast, she must first tackle the sprawling ivy. The ivy is growing so fast and so dense, it almost looks as overgrown as the day she moved in. She doesn't know it yet, but the ivy is a harbinger of something truly horrifying. There
1: was so much ivy then I start wondering, how are they connected? Why did it use IV to manifest? It was very strange. At that time, I had no idea what I was dealing with. Everything before had just been written off as a weird occurrence or my imagination or anything like that, you know? So it was like, I don't know what this is, I don't know who it is, but it's gotta go, it's gotta go.
0: Meanwhile, Brandy continues to butt heads with her roommate, Alex. At this point, Brandy is extremely sleep deprived and irritable, and to make matters worse, a number of Brandy's personal items keep going missing.
1: Brandy, how'd the interview go? You went well, and I found my blouse. Told you it'd turn up. You could have at least washed it before you put it back in my closet. What? It was disgusting. There just was this continuous butting heads and the assumption if something was missing, well, I'm going to go to that person because they were the ones that took it last time. Uh, I didn't take your shirt. And if I did, I wouldn't lie to you about it. Just apologize and we can forget it. Now I'm mad and concerned. I do not argue or fight with people ever, but that uneasiness, that heaviness in the air, it was there. I thought it was conflicts, just individual conflicts, but I felt that maybe there was an outside influence of why there's suddenly conflict that there wasn't before. Things just started to go downhill.
0: Now that Brandy's friendship with Alex is breaking down, the entity becomes more aggressive.
1: I take a shower, and as I'm taking the shower, somebody else is in the room.
0: It's a scene straight from a horror movie. Brandy sees a long claw through the frosted shower curtain. Its jagged nails grip the side of the curtain as it makes its way closer. It's something so real, she can hear it breathing, see it moving closer, and even smell it. With nowhere to turn, she does the only thing she can.
1: My back is burning. I, you know, turn around, I'm looking in the mirror, three scratches across the middle of my back. The moment that I saw the scratches and saw that it was three scratches, my whole stomach just sank. You don't even know how to defend yourself like from physical attack, from something you either can't see or doesn't have a solid form.
0: This entity is real and it's violent. To Brandy, this is the clearest sign that what she's going through isn't just in her head. It's so real and causing her actual scars. There's no clearer proof. But she's still nervous about what other people will think and doesn't want to ring the alarm bells just yet. Especially to her roommates, who seem oblivious to what's been happening inside the home. Sorry,
1: I just wanted to see if you were going to be long.
0: Sorry, Alex. I'll be
1: out in 10. It's all yours. Look, I'm sorry I yelled at you. It's okay. Is everything all right? You just don't really seem like yourself. I've just been on edge since the move. Well, we're starting a new chapter of our lives. It's gonna feel weird at first.
0: Alex doesn't know it yet, but she's about to realize what Brandy's going through, and it isn't just new apartment jitters. Brandy can feel the presence of her new home growing stronger, and it's about to claim a new victim.
1: Alex was in the bathroom brushing her teeth, and she felt like there was something that affected her.
0: Suddenly, Alex witnesses with her own eyes a physical manifestation of the malicious entity. While brushing her teeth, she watches in horror as the Q-tip jar slides across the counter and shatters. Its movement is so deliberate she knows it didn't just slide off. It was pushed. Alex? Despite witnessing something so bone chilling and unquestionably paranormal, Alex isn't ready to accept the truth.
1: Your little pranks aren't funny, okay? What the hell is wrong with you?
0: I wasn't, there was something else.
1: I don't wanna hear it, okay? Just leave me alone. My best friend is now experiencing things. It wasn't just me. There was something there. I tried to tell her that and it didn't really seem like she was receptive. She was like, just stop. Leave me alone."
0: At this point, the spirit knows Brandy is vulnerable. She's in a massive house where no one believes her and is constantly on edge. The spirit has her exactly where it wants her and begins to ramp up its reign of terror.
1: Everything okay? Did you see that thing? No. Are you okay?
0: Despite Sabrina saying she doesn't know what Brandy is talking about, Brandy can sense that there's something being kept from her. There's a flicker of fear in Sabrina's eyes.
1: I went back and forth with myself questioning my sanity. I know I did not go back to sleep. I felt like I was alone with these experiences.
0: Even though Brandy is surrounded by roommates, she feels like she is alone against the paranormal intruder. But its negative presence is not just affecting Brandy. Whether her roommates admit it or not, the haunting is impacting the entire household.
1: Sabrina and Alex and I were kind of bumping heads on a lot of things. There were issues where Alex would blow up at me and, and Sabrina would have to step in and say, hey, that's enough. You need to take a walk. Maybe Sabrina would blow up and Alex had to say, now you go take a walk. Like So it's like things like that that weren't happening before. It was stressful to be going through that and trying to find work at the same time. It was a lot.
0: Despite everything going on at home, Brandy is hopeful about a recent job opportunity. It's a job in her field and she absolutely nails the interview. But the spirit has started following her outside of the home and it's toying with her.
1: Well, you certainly are qualified for the position. I think you'll be a great fit with us.
0: I think so too. I have a really good feeling about
1: this place. Thank you for this opportunity. It really means. We can't wait to have you.
0: To make matters worse, Brandy's sleep has been severely impacted. The haunting gets worse at night, And sometimes Brandy wonders if sleep makes her more vulnerable to the spirit. It feels as though it's gaining control of her body. She started sleepwalking, sometimes waking up in perilous places like the top of the staircase.
1: I've been having really, really bad night terrors. I'm sleepwalking and you can't control your body. You feel helpless and you feel vulnerable and you also feel like you are fighting for your soul. The situation was frightening to me because it was a loss of control.
0: The spirit seems hell-bent on ruining any semblance of control and hope Brandy has left. It's almost like it's purposely keeping her from the people and things that give her life a sense of purpose. So we're going to have to go through the
1: candidate this time. So there were relationship issues, there were job issues, there were health concerns coming up. There was a lot going through my mind. It was fear, it was concern, it was, when does it end, right?
0: Desperate for some kind of comfort and solidarity, Brandy decides to try and confide in Alex again.
1: My main thing I wanted to do was to be able to talk to someone. Have you seen anything weird? since we moved in. I set out fillers with people. So if there are people that are open to like spiritual paranormal discussions, I knew from Alex's upbringing that she just didn't go down that road. Why? I said, oh, you know, I got spiritually attacked yesterday. So we were able to kind of talk about it. And she kind of joked. It was nice to be able to talk to someone to say something about it. And she just kind of laughed it off. Shoot, I I gotta run. Okay. You should get some fresh air today. We'll catch up later, okay? We can't even talk for five minutes.
0: But before Brandy can finish that thought, a mug flies off the wall and smashes behind Alex. This could be the proof to show Alex that the spirit is real, but she misses it. And instead, it further drives a wedge between Alex and Brandy the spirit knows exactly what it's doing. Like many dark entities, it's trying to make its victim vulnerable and isolate them from any kind of support network. And so far, it's working.
1: What the hell is wrong with you, Brandy? Things just started to go downhill. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And I felt that I was being oppressed and I felt that I was being pushed to the edge and I can't take it anymore. I remember just laying down on the floor on the living room and crying and saying, stop, just stop, leave me alone. Kind of going through the whole house and saying, I know you're here. I'm in my own horror movie and I'm losing control of the direction.
0: Brandy is at her breaking point. She realizes that the only way out is through and resolves to find the root of the evil force tormenting her.
1: I'm done feeling sorry for myself. I'm done feeling like I'm a prisoner in my house. I learned a lot from reading. I would go to the internet to look up information. You keep going deeper, deeper down the rabbit hole. Then you're starting to see, well, is there a specific demon or entity after me. You know, you really do want to say, okay, what's your name? Who are you? What are your weaknesses? You know mine. I gotta find answers to this. I gotta figure out what this is about because this is gonna just keep happening.
0: Brandy learns that her picturesque neighborhood is perhaps not as wholesome as she originally thought. She learns from old articles and crime reports that the neighborhood has a dark and bloody history. It was the site of many violent crimes.
1: I feel that it created the breeding ground or it attracted something that needed to feed off of that negative energy.
0: Brandy wonders if perhaps there was something she had done to awaken the spirit from its dark slumber. And then it hits her. She thinks back to her religious upbringing and what she did as soon as she walked into her room for the first time.
1: Three knocks is never good. Anytime things come in succession of threes, it's a mocking of the Trinity. God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. When I knocked back, I feel that I possibly invited it in.
0: Now that Brandy knows she invited the Spirit in, she knows she'll be the one to force it out. She is determined to fight back.
1: I went from wanting to give up and wanting to just say, forget all of this, forget the house, forget work, forget everything and finally decided you know what nope that's not where you come from and that's not how you're built I need to get this out the house
0: with nowhere to turn Brandy reflects on her religious upbringing in the back of her closet she finds a box of old items like crosses a bible and holy water it had been collecting dust for years as she moved away from her faith but now it's all she has she won't go down without a fight
1: I've Found my Bible from grade school, took the Bible out the box, and the Bible went on my nightstand after that.
0: But the entity also won't go down without a fight. She wakes to find it towering above her at the foot of her bed. She experiences something like waking sleep paralysis. She can see the beast and struggles to get up and run, but no matter what she does, she can't budge. She can only look on in horror.
1: This stuff can be happening in like two or three minutes, but it feels like eternity. It feels like time has stopped and you're stuck.
0: The commotion is so loud, it wakes Brandy's roommates who come rushing in to check on her. While Alex remains skeptical of any kind of paranormal activity, Sabrina looks white as a sheet.
1: There's something oh, else, something. there's nobody else here. But I don't, but I, I just, just stop. Okay. We're sick of your imagination running wild.
0: Please just listen.
1: You let it in, didn't you? What?
0: You knocked back. You knew what's been happening this whole time and you didn't say anything to back me up? Brandy is both relieved and furious. On the one hand, she's finally vindicated. What she's been experiencing is real and can no longer be denied. But on the other hand, how could Sabrina have known something so horrific was happening and not say anything? To make matters worse, Alex and Brandy wake up the next morning to find the apartment completely empty.
1: Sabrina?
0: It's addressed to you. She moved out in the middle of the night. That night, Brandy experiences one of her most horrific sleepwalking episodes she's ever had. She dreams the vines are swallowing her. With nothing else to do, she grabs the garden shears to stab them. When she comes to... She's standing at the foot of Alex's bed, holding the shears.
1: Get the hell away from me! Get out! I felt that I was a puppet. Brandy was gone, like, just gone. Alex was afraid that it would happen again. Once you have been violated like that, you're wondering, "Is, is this gonna be every night? Is something else coming?
0: Understandably, Alex moves out, fearing for her safety. With both Alex and Sabrina gone, Brandy is now completely on her own, and she refuses to live in the house one more day.
1: I don't even wanna sleep in the house at this point. The bed is still there, but I don't wanna sleep there. I can't take it anymore. My packing was so bad that I literally was just throwing stuff, just like, you know, in the truck, like, I gotta go.
0: As she prepares to leave the demonic house once and for all, she looks around the empty apartment. The blanket of ivy has begun to grow inside and its tendrils are crawling along the ceiling. The first time she saw the ivy, it seemed so picturesque, but now it just feels sinister.
1: There was so much ivy that you could no longer see the light from the windows inside or the white on the walls anymore.
0: And then she sees something that shakes her to her core. Tangled in the vine, she sees a dark, almost human form that's been tied to the house. The figure seems to look straight at her and slowly sinks down to get closer.
1: It was coming down towards me. Whatever this thing was holding in its hand, came down from the shadows, from the ceiling, and it hit me right in the stomach.
0: But as she runs out of the house and down to the road, the ivy grows along the path, almost like it's trying to catch her. Brandy doesn't want to find out what will happen if it catches her, so she runs like hell and tries to think of things to make the force controlling the ivy retreat.
1: Remember anything. I couldn't even remember the Lord's Prayer. So my next thing that I thought to do was just to start naming anybody from the Bible. So I did Saint Francis of Assisi because he liked animals and I thought, you know, he was always my favorite saint. If I had to fight, I have to fight. I'm so relieved when it's over. I feel like I'm I'm I, I live to see another day and you feel like you just won your soul. I was gone, and I felt a weight had kind of been lifted off of me when I moved out. I didn't have any physical proof of anything out of place or disturbed. It was all a feeling in my body that something's off. Something's off and I can't put my finger on what it is. It was scary. I never found out what is after me. I don't know. And that's that's what I'm still trying to find the answers to. What is the point of this? I've only kept in touch with Alex a couple of times. Everything was going great for her. She's got a good job. She loves where she lives. She didn't have anything negative to report.
0: Despite everything Brandy has endured, in the end, her faith gave her courage to face the unknown. Though a part of her will always remain fearful that the evil will return.
1: I'm a different person than I was before. I am always looking over my shoulder. I'm always checking the room before I go to bed. It was a gradual kind of bringing church back into my life. I'm drawing a line in the sand and saying, this is where I stand. Forget what's happened the last nine or 10 years. If you take me back, I'll come back. (laughs) You don't say, I'm I'm here. And so that was what happened. I'm in control now and nobody can hurt me.
0: I am blown away by Brandy's strength and resilience against such odds. It's awful that she doesn't have the closure of what the dark force was But at the very least, her faith has given her some kind of reassurance and sense of protection. Her story is a perfect example that sometimes with the paranormal, there is no rhyme or reason, and a dark, sinister force can attach itself to us at any time. I'm grateful to Brandy for sharing her story with us, and I hope it made her feel less alone. To see more terrifying true stories, visit TravelChannel.com and check out my TV series, Eli Roth Presents A Ghost Ruined My Life. A Ghost Ruined My Life with Eli Roth is produced by Cream for Travel. Travel's executive producers are Cameron Curtis and Ali Reed. Cream Productions executive producers are Eli Roth, Johnny Kalangas, Kate Harrison, and David Brady. Thank you for listening and see you on the other side.